Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 189. Thank you for joining us tonight. Brian, I am dragging ass today. I am as well, and I decided to continue wearing the green from yesterday. Um, it was one hell of a game, Jambers. That was a great game. For some people, it was a great game. Great game. Can say we had some great company for it. We did. We had Dan and Petey, Dan of Console Wars, of course, Petey of Point and Drink Adventures, which they've been guests on plenty of times. They're great. If you haven't already, click on the links below, see their channels. But uh, yeah, was Dan having a good time? I mean, he enjoyed the company. Yeah, he enjoyed Sometimes. The- <laughs> we weren't rubbing it in for every single goddamn play that went wrong for the Giants. Which was all of them. There was a point when I actually felt bad. <laughs> the poor guy, he would just be sitting there like, what are you doing? I mean, the go-to was, you're going for it on fourth? Why would you do that? A fucking touchdown? <laughs> like, it was just instantaneous anger. But yeah, no, it was a great time. We went through way too many coolers. We went through a bunch of different, very expensive whiskeys. Thank you again, Michelle. Yeah. And then I... Had everyone try some mead and a little bit of that uh, Van Buren black currant whiskey. So there was a tasting afoot, Jim. There is, there is a lot of mixing and matching. <laughs> yeah. So this, there, there was an early bedtime for Jimmy and Brian. Yeah. And I guess we'll say, too, we got to experience the joy of sex. I gave everyone the gift of the Phillips CDI. So, yes, we did play the joy of sex on the Phillips CDI. One of the few adults-only rated games that ever really come out. Here's the deal. All it really is, it's meant for couples, and it's a bunch of softcore porn scenes with advice or stories, I'll call them. I told Jim... Told by old British women. I told Jim what he has to do now is get all that footage, I'll blur out the nudity, and we're going to give you guys the movie for free. Gladly. So, Jim, I know it'll be a very difficult task for you to sit through all of it. Yeah, it'll be tough. It'll be a few bottles of Jorgens for that one. God. (laughs) I regret nothing. (laughs) So, uh, Jambers, I know we have better beer. Well, actually, this isn't bad beer. But um, we did just get done recording. It won't come out by the end of this year. (laughs) It'll it'll be a little couple weeks. But... Uh, another Patreon review. It's uh, second to last. Yeah, second to last. So, um, yeah, we we started it. We our tradition is as we're reviewing games, we're gonna go through crap beer. But I'm all out of crap beer, so we're going with the Funk Brewing Funktoberfest. It's one of the beers I reviewed. It's actually pretty good. What I'm surprised about is they have very clearly on here multiple times. Drink fresh, do not age. And if you know anything about Oktoberfest. They're brewed specifically for September, which means they're out probably in August. And uh, Today's December 12th. Yeah, so it's a little old, but I think it's maintained. It's, it still tastes good. It's got a lot of sedimentation at the bottom yeah. now. A little, little bit of a chunky boy. It's, 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 got, it's got some cummies at the bottom. But no, it's a good beer. But then we'll be moving on to some trogues I brought over Jamber's house, which thank God we didn't dip into that. <laughs> That's the like, last thing we needed. Sticking with Coors was Probably the first with, time with Michelle not drinking any of the cores with us. Me, you, and Dan went through a thirty pack of cores in about three, four hours. I mean, along with multiple whiskey samplings. That seems to be a trend for us. I would say. Yeah, we do do that. 
I d- was it Coors that we did too many games too? Was that the pyramid yeah, yeah, was, we made? Yeah, yeah, it was Coors. It's that been Coors every time. Seems to be a a theme, Jim. It's a tradition at this point, like none other. Maybe at the, a the best part of that was at the beginning we all went, okay, we have shit to do tomorrow. Yes. We're not going to go too crazy. Jim and I had very early important meetings. Uh, Michelle and Dan had work. Like we're like, yeah, we're not going to go crazy. Yeah, we all have shit to do. We won't go hard. And then like after the first quarter, it was just like it was. Well, the wheels came off. Yep. So, yeah, maybe we'll have to keep that tradition going for a certain fest. I think so. A certain mag fest. A certain super mag fest. It'll be our first time. Chambers, the real question Fucking is, liver. do you think you're going to enter in any game tournaments? Show I don't off. know. It depends on what they have. <laughs> Will you show off your smash skills? What smash skills? I'm not good at smash. <laughs> I'm going to get my ass kicked. You're not good at most games. Good point. The only thing I'll give you is Mario Kart 64, and I'm specifying 64. Yeah. Um, I would say Street Fighter 2, but that's only... I know you're good against me, but I suck at that game, so I don't know how you are competitive. There, there is a meme the other day that's like... Uh, or was it like a hard drive article where it's like, uh, you know, a guy who's good against friends like gets ass kicked at online play with fighting game? Yeah. That, that's me. I would give you that one. Uh, um, I feel like there's another 64 game I would give you. Star Fox? They did Star Fox multiplayer? No, I did better than you on that the first time I played. How was that the first time you played? I beat the game. (laughs) First try. (laughs) There's like a 20-year difference. but I mean, it sounds like you're just making excuses, Jim. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, no, it will, that'll be interesting. We already mentioned, yeah, we're very excited. First time at MAGFest, so will be fun for sure. Yeah, if you see us there, hit us up. Come say hi and have a beer with us. Yeah. Because <laughs> we need the excuse. <laughs> Christ. But Chambers, I'm that's not going to make it to six o'clock. <laughs> you, I, I, I think you just need to start bringing five hour energies with you. I need to bring meth. <laughs> That's what I fucking need. <laughs> By our energy, won't even do it anymore. You need something. So something's good. A lot of uppers. All the uppers. <laughs> Maybe just do the Dan method and just eat carrots. Maybe that's the key. Maybe all that goddamn vitamin C. <laughs> Jesus. So, uh, so Jamber. So, that, so we covered our drinking, but what you been playing since last week? Uh, well, I tried to play our last goddamn Patreon game, which is fucking Shadow the Hedgehog, and not going well. Well, one, it's not very good. And two, eh, they've got the level two and discrete error. So what did I do in my drunken stupor? I bought it again. <laughs> so I bought two discs of Shadow the Hedgehog for GameCube now. So is it was it, is the disc scratch, the first uh, one? The first one was pretty it scratched. Was, yeah. Did you do the toothpaste in the toilet? Yeah, I tried. Didn't Actually, can you do that with a GameCube disc? You can do it with any disc. Oh, it's tiny. It is tiny. So how'd you do it in the toilet? I just did the thing and rinsed it off. And oh, okay. Back, so. I didn't do it in the toilet. Did you do it right? Probably not. <laughs> but, yeah, so I bought it a second time. Really going to get my money's worth out of this one. <sighs> Chambers. And, but, yeah, besides that, I actually, what do you call it? So after that uh, failed, uh, I actually just dipped in some Vampire Survivors. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I need some. You know what? I'll play something dumb. Yeah. Just to relax. But that, that wasn't your first time playing it, though, right? No. How far are you? Um, I'm like, I have, I unlocked the third level, third oh, world. Okay, so you're you're still kind of. I'm early. still pretty early. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I mean, well, 
it's not a thing that I'm like going to go out of my way to like you know beat anytime soon or anything like that. But if I'm bored, I want to just pop on something for a half hour. I do that. I I like I tend to like those as I call it like palate cleansers. Yeah, like especially after deep games and us getting through a level fifty club, like. It's nice to kind of just have like, okay, this isn't going to be a, I got to really dive deep game. Yeah. It's like, okay, turn your brain off, just move simulator with powers. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then, I, of course, the joy of sex. I'm not counting that, Jim. We actually, I think you had left by that point. We also popped in Hotel Mario. Were you no, there for Hotel I, Mario? You, where you got to Bowser and yeah, we went Michelle the, was trying to play that? Yeah, we all kept trying to do the Bowser fight. I know you didn't beat it. No one of us beat it. I at least got past the first part. I would have beat it. You know, you, you know, you're your fucking luck, probably. <laughs> Jim then just throws out his game. Fuck this game. Just pick up the whole CDI and chuck it out the window. <laughs> that could be an interesting drinking game, Jim. <sighs> <laughs> For every door I close, you sip. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, good night, everybody. So, yeah, speaking of games that were just. Um, I call them fuck around games. So first thing that pisses me off is uh, <clears throat> I have Xbox Pass on my PC, and I've been playing Fallout 76 for a while. Download an update. All of a sudden, the game won't launch. I'm looking at all these things online, how to fix it. I've uninstalled the game, reinstalled it, and it's like 85 gigs. I've updated files. I can't get the game to launch anymore, so I don't know what the hell to do. So I've kind of had to give up and I hope it will just fix itself. Um, but outside of that, Dead by Daylight has their winter event, which is always you know me, I'm a sucker for our seasonal events. Um, but I did beat two games. So one of them was Trek to Yomi, which is a 2D set in like feudal Japan. You're a samurai, but then they mix because Yomi is a is equivalent to Hades, mm. um, and it goes into like mythology and it's really cool because it's one of those games where by the end you have three choices to make. And I was going to ask you about this: Is it lazy game development when you get to a, a point? Not that I'm calling Fallout lazy, but you know how like in a lot of Fallout's at the end, like you can join one of the three or four clans guilds yeah. whatever so you create a save point just to go back and see it mm -hmm. this game doesn't have that option once you choose your path it's done you have to restart the game all over again if you want to get through it yeah. not the longest game in the world so it's doable but yeah, I'm that's some like, cheaper playability i'm like yeah. okay you sons of bitches i didn't i only went through the one time really beautiful game and what i like is a lot of games decide to make sword play in games like it's not as easy as just slash, slash, slash. It's about parrying and all that shit. And touching peckers. It's not always about peckers, Jim. Maybe to you. Get the jerkins. <laughs> but it's it, it's a game that I would say, you know what? Give it a try. If you're looking for something new as a 2D, can't call it hack and slash, a 2D action game, it's real. It, it's pretty cool. And it was free on Game Pass, so I was like, what the hell? Why not? Um, but then I actually dipped into a system I haven't touched in a while, the Switch. And you know what? I was like, let me just turn this on. Let me see if they have any deals. And the amount of $1.99 games, especially because they're having like their winter sale. Mm. Um, I got one called Creepy Tales, 
and of course horror based. Think Grimm's fairy tales. You and your brother are going through the forest. He gets captured, and then it's just a series of like I'll call them like kind of puzzle things, but with a specific grim fairy tale to it. Okay, it's weird. It's kind of done in that hand drawn style. I can't really say I'd recommend it, but it, it was one like I beat like. I, it, it finished way faster. I was like, oh, that was it. Two bucks well spent, huh? Yeah, it was two bucks for probably two and a half, three hours of a game. That's fine. Which, yeah, I'm not hating on it. But uh, I did, I am happy I got the Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, which is usually a $60 game. It was 90 some percent off. So I got it for $4.99 with all the DLC packs on Switch. Yep. Which. You and I, I think that's our like guilty pleasures, those Lego games. Yeah, I don't think I ever fully beat a Lego game. I think Not I always got I think I always got bored after a couple hours, but like they're ones I always liked, but they never had staying power, but I've played a bunch of them. But I've never beaten one. They're to me the ultimate nerd feast. Like they do nerd shit so well. Like if you're in Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Jurassic Park, Marvel, DC. They will have so many Easter eggs, so many costumes, so many characters. Like, why not? And so I haven't actually played it yet, but I did download that. So, yeah, that's kind of been my go-to right now. Um, the new the new Star Wars one actually looks pretty damn cool. And from what I'm hearing, they're like, they changed up the combat and shit like that enough. To like, hmm. It feels actually like a little bit of a step forward for the franchise for the first time in ever. What was the game that got you into the Legos? Uh, Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy. And okay. that's the first one I had. And then I've ticked around with like uh, one of the Marvel superheroes ones and like one of the other ones here and there. So Yeah, I started with Batman and then yeah, I got the Star Wars uh the collection of the three movies and when it was three movies. Right. But now I'm sure there's collections for how many movies are there now? Nine main lines and all the spin offs yeah. and all that shit. So yeah, it's been it's been nice to just kind of screw around with games that I otherwise really wouldn't have. Yeah. So it's it's a nice little palate cleanse for you. But yeah, we should mention we we have been mentioning the level fifty club. Obviously it's the end of the year. We're still getting some people filtering in. If you've been keeping track of your games or if you just remember them, you want to post at the very end, send us your way because we will do a wrap-up video by the end of the month to kind of go over the games you played, what were our favorites, what were the worst. And, uh, yeah, we really appreciate everyone who's joined in. I know a lot of our patrons have, and we always truly, truly appreciate it. Yep, fun little experiment. But, yeah, if you just want to, you know, as a mental checklist, oh, yeah, I beat these many games, just hashtag... Level 50 club or tag drink beer play game and uh, we'll add you to the list. Mm -hmm. But Chambers, what do we got this week from Patreon? Yes, patreon.com slash drink a beer and play game. Where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question and we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. Couple quick shout outs. We have a couple new patrons this week. So first to the Todd Howard stand for his joining the $5 tier. Thank so you, your bud. game request in. And also to Retro Death Row for joining the $2 tier. So, oh, awesome. Yep. Welcome, welcome, welcome aboard, everybody. And make sure, get those questions in, especially if you're already here or brand new. Get them in. We yep. love getting the questions from you guys. Exactly. Get your money's worth. So first up from Gamer Astral, shout out to the Bill Clinton you. <laughs> Yo. Oh, that fucking. We're actually going to get to that. We're going to um, dive into that. Yeah. I mean, kind of have to. For oh, yeah. Poor, poor flute guy. He wanted to be a, he wanted to be famous so bad with how he was hamming it up. 
Then, then a little, the little troll stole everyone's heart, Bri. I hate people. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, next up from well, Todd Howard Stan. Well, now he's in Todd Howard sucks. Any thoughts on Todd Howard? Thoughts on Todd Howard, Brian? So, sadly enough, for how much I love Fallout shit, I didn't know Todd Howard's name before I saw him uh, come across clips of him on Lex Friedman's podcast. Yeah. And I don't even watch Lex Friedman, so it just popped up. But I guess because I always watch like Skyrim and Fallout shit, because they talked about it, I was like, oh, who's this guy talking? And I was like, oh, that's the game director. Um, that's the extent that I know about Tide Howard. You will play Skyrim, and you will buy it again. And here's the deal. I was like, I purposely, I did look at this question early, and I went... Is there something I sh- like? I should know about him, like that people hate him or like don't like. But then I was like, no, he just no, he's just kind of memed on for just- he's memed <laughs> on for making a really good game and obviously doing what every game developer does. But other than that, I was like, I then I even went back. I was like, let me watch some clips. Like he's just a kind of quiet, nerdy, very deep in his lore of his games and believes in them all the way. I'm like, he's who I want to develop games. Yeah, so yeah. makes for a good meme. I'm a stan, or, or I'm a fan. <laughs> God damn, your name's fucking throwing me <laughs> off here. Yeah, I don't have. I have no issues with him. I love his games. Um, yeah, I hope there's not something very obvious. Both of us are missing. Well, <laughs> as far as I know, he's never played Smash, so we might be in luck, Brian. Next up from JD Mains, best cut of steak. Merry Christmas, fellas. I mean, the filet is the easy answer, but I'm going to go, <sighs> what's, I actually. A T-bone's nice because you get those two different cuts. Well, I was going to say, a T-bone has a cut of filet with the. Um... Is that tri-tip or. No, it's. Uh... Fucking, I forgot what the what other one is. Called? Or is that the porterhouse? No, I think porterhouse. Fuck. It's... One of them has a filet on one side and then. Uh. They know thing on the this other. This is gonna kill me. Yeah, um, that's nice getting those two. And with the bone, I feel like you get a little bit better juices with it. Um, but the fillet, I mean, honestly, yeah. The problem with the fillet is either you want to pay all your money in the world and still only get like eight ounces. Yeah. Um, what I haven't had, I think I've only had one time as a tomahawk, but those bitches are expensive. I know. I've never had a tomahawk. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, steak is good. Now I want fucking steak. Yeah, unless you get like dollar store steak, it's kind of it's kind of hard to go wrong. Or if you go to the wrong diner, you like even fucking McDonald's steak and eggs bagel, like even that's like a solid get. Don't Jim perfect hangover food. Here's the problem, everyone. Now you hear we're talking about the greatest steak, and Jim references dollar store, McDonald's, and a diner. Yes, I am scum. We know this. But this is three places where you never get steak from. Three places where I've gotten steak. I've gotten steak everywhere. (laughs) I mean, here's the deal. That old thing. You don't appreciate the good shit unless you've had the bottom of the barrel. There is only one acceptable ordering of steak at diners, and that's steak and eggs. If you ever get steak as an entree at a diner, you fucked up in life. Something went wrong the night before, and you're probably that same asshole who would put ketchup on your steak. No, I've never done the ketchup. <laughs> you might as well. I've never done the ketchup. <laughs> yeah, but now a good steak. Have yeah. I ordered a steak dinner at IHOP before? Yes, I have. 
Why? Taste a rainbow, Brian. <laughs> no. <laughs> got to experience it everywhere. God damn it. The highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows. <sighs> but yeah, whatever it is, I think it, Jim's right. The T, I think it is a T-bone that has the two cuts. Like I said, one side is filet, the other is... It's a cheater answer, but you can't... <sighs> it's two for one. Yeah. So it's that or filet. I mean, what else would you say? You know what's a... Here's an underrated cut of steak is flank steak. Yeah. It's used in a lot of Cuban and uh, Spanish cuts and put that with you're, some you're white rice. You're off because you had that Cuban sandwich earlier. Yeah, I made it from... Come on. Right. Jim, this is... Come on. You don't know about Cubano. I know you're fucking You don't games. know Cubano. Oh, I know Cubano. <laughs> but yeah, no. Thank you for making me hungry for steak now. Yep. And uh, last up from Burn Retinas, the dumbest trades or a contract signing in sports that you can think of. Trades or contract signing? <sighs> Easiest one in the world for me is fucking Von Hayes, old five for one, fucking trading away goddamn future Hall of Famer Ryan Sandberg for that fucking bum. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a good. I don't. You're have, not as deep into it like that. No, I don't. I don't follow teams like that. I'm like I'm trying to think who went really bust, but that's. I mean, they probably thought they were getting good people, and then people just get injured, so it's tough to say. Yeah, I mean, like, when we did our big trade to get Eric Lindros, like, Lindros was a game changer, but we could have probably kept Peter Forsberg and been just as well off. Yeah. And had a longer career out of him. When we got Yammer Yager, did we trade for him, or did we just... No, we picked him up off free agency, but that was a fuck-up, too, because we let him go because we didn't want to pay him. We didn't want to pay Yager five... Every goddamn player on the Flyers that year had a career year with Yager just feeding the perfect passes for mm-hmm. easy goddamn goals. Uh-huh. Jake Voracek got $90 million. There's a bad fucking contract right there for you out of a goddamn 90-point season thanks to Yager. And what did the Flyers do? Nah, nah we don't give him, want to give him $5 million. Nah, go, go wherever you want. Nah, we'll give Brzezgalov and pay him for the next goddamn 10 years. No, we'll give Yager $5 million. You know what, Jim? I'm going to be topical. Worst trade in history? Brittany Grimer for that Russian arms dealer. <laughs> How do you get the, the, the fucking Lord of War? I that when I looked into what that guy was about, I was like, hmm. Maybe don't trade anyone if he's on the block. I don't yeah, even care, much less a basketball player. Maybe keep him rotting away. Yeah, that's where it's like you've just released evil into the world. <laughs> so that was a bad trade. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, I can go with that. Tra- I, I, hey, I, I'm, I don't, I, I'm glad she's home. But when you do the scales on that one, yeah, nine. I mean, granted, nine years for a vape pen, complete bullshit, political prisoner. But considering who you let back out into the world, yeah. If it was like, oh, uh, Russian, even low level drug dealer, or you know, oh, he robbed some cars. Some some other KGB guy. Some yeah, KGB buddy of Putin's or something. Like, okay, but this guy, <laughs> the, like the world's most famous arms dealer. Oh, black I, black I market like, arms trader. I okay, like, uh, that was that was bad trade. Nah, it's not the best. Bad value. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> See, topical, Jim. <laughs> there you go. So we had Ruben Amaro working that trade. So there we go. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that wraps up the questions for this week. So once again, thank you to everyone out there for uh, the support. As always, thank you for all of our new signups. We really do appreciate the support. And as always, check the links below to the iTunes and Spotify feeds. Leave five star reviews. Any five star review will read on the show. Thank you guys. 
Cheers. All right, everyone, with the holidays right around the corner, if you haven't already found a gift for the special guy in your life, then I have a solution for you that's better than just getting a gift card. You really need to head over to manscaped.com and check out their Platinum Package 4.0. As you can see, this thing is filled to the brim with all kinds of goodies. Let's start with the Lawnmower 4.0 Body Trimmer, which features a proprietary advanced skin-safe technology that helps protect your fellows downstairs. Plus, if you're trying to do this in the dark and you need a little bit of extra light, check out this 4000K LED light so you'll be able to see all your little nooks and crannies. And for the older gentleman in your life, why not try out the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer? Because nobody's trying to see a whole bunch of hair growing out of those areas. Now these are great tools that to keep you looking good, but let's talk about your smell. Let's start with the Crop Reserver Ball Deodorant, a deodorant you didn't know you need and you probably didn't even know was on the market. But let's not stop there. Let's make your balls feel a little better with the Crop Reviver. You're going to feel better and you're going to get rid of any stank problems all day long. But in addition, the Platinum Package 4.0 also offers a nice pair of boxer briefs because chances are the ones you're wearing have some holes that you really should be throwing out at this point. Add in this awesome leather travel case and you can take this on the go anywhere. This truly is a great package and what I will say is, ironically, after using this, I got compliments on my beard. May not have been from the people I wanted, but it was still there. So if you want to get a great gift for the guy in your life, head over to manscaped.com and make sure you use the promo code DBPG to get 20% off and free shipping. Once again, that is 20% off and free shipping with the code DBPG. Don't be the Grinch in your guy's life. Help bring him some cheer. His balls will thank you. All right, Chambers, so we are now back. Uh, we've moved on from the Funk Funktoberfest, and we're trying out the Trogues Grand Cacao, which we've done, I know I've had it a ton of times. I'm pretty sure I've had it before. Yeah, it's... I've had almost everything from Trogues. Yeah, very delicious chocolate stout. You're not really going to get many bad beers out of Trogues, so if you do like stouts, this is a good one to try, 6.5%. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I won't say there's anything crazy standout-ish about it but it's just very well-rounded not so chocolatey that's sweet but it has enough flavor where it's not bitter enough yeah if you like a good stout and just a smooth drink in general go for this one yeah so chambers we touched on it on the patreon but uh i went ahead with colonel fancy's request about Hey, would we be able to stream the game awards? Yeah, how'd you get that set up? Because I saw that email come through. I was, did you like apply to? I apply. Be- I so basically, I was like, "What the hell? Let me look into the logistics of it." And you had to apply to whoever that runs it. They put it out there like it's that guy. I'm gonna say his name wrong. Jeff Keeley. Yeah, and <clears throat> even the message, like After Effects, is from Jeff Keeley. Like, yeah, sure. He's like, share your stats from the stream and and. But uh, no, I just, I saw it. I was like, all right, let me apply. Sent the email. Didn't see nothing until basically like day of. And they sent like all these links. Now I could have done overlays that they sent with them. But I was like, no, I just need the rights to yeah. co-stream this. So yeah, I saw it. And then it was an, it was a matter of, of course, that was the day my wife was going to be late. And I was like, God damn it. So I start, I was like, let me start the stream, but watch it and then like chat with folks while i was doing it and then i hopped on probably by 8 eight thirty ish yeah it wasn't too long in probably like within an hour it was a long fucking stream goddamn three and a half hours 
You don't have to tell me, Jim. I mean, I was I was in and out. I was in there for most of it, but you did the heavy lifting on that. It was um, it was number one. It was a great time, and I truly appreciate it. a lot of folks came out. TJ, you are a goddamn rock star. <laughs> fucking t- first, first off, poor fucking TJ. He decides to be you know little Johnny generous over here. Gives this a random sub guy. out there. Who's it come to? This guy. The story the, of the Jim's most, life. The most unneeded free sub to the, come to the, me. Yeah, the only, you know, he was was trying to be nice, quick free sub, and it auto-picked Jim. And, you know, <laughs> it, it, I was fine, like, just leave it at that, and then he gifted another, like, seven or eight subs. So, TJ, once again, thank you so much. Yeah, to anyone who was in that stream at that point, enjoy your free subs, because almost everyone got one, basically. Yeah. No, it was it was great. I mean, and even in that, I believe, Colonel Fancy, I think you resubbed, and Todd, I think you did, too. So... Really, guys, we appreciate it. And you know what? <laughs> Regardless of opinions, it was fun talking to you guys with it. That's, oh, the best part was hanging out with everybody yeah, because God knows it wasn't a fucking show. Dude, Jesus Christ. I mean. How do, how do people out there pretend to be excited for this thing? That was fucking terrible. I was. It made me sad to see people we know who I, I have to imagine they were faking like shock and all and people even on twitter like oh my god like great like they're announcing this game I'm like there's like maybe two or three announcements where i legit went oh shit that's awesome yeah there were some cool ones uh i mean like i and ones i definitely wasn't expecting like dead cells and castlevania merging together so i've never played dead cells and i know it was i haven't that played was game of the year one year that I was believe. that was up for it yeah um but yeah, no, that was how it kind of kicked off. That was cool as shit. I mean, l- yeah, let's so let's start with the games that were announced that were cool. So that was cool. I think the biggest one for me was Hades 2. Yeah. Because I didn't hear shit about that. No, that was a total shock. Because that came out in 20? 2020. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, not super long development time between the two, but really excited for that. There was there was a few other games I was like okay like that the, that fucking Death Stranding two goddamn promo that took like ten dude, goddamn minutes. I'm sorry, I I know a lot of people. Like Kojima, Kojima, stop jerking off into your cutscenes for the love of God. He is so weird, and have something make sense for once. I watched that and I went, what is happening? I didn't play Death Stranding one. I don't know. It didn't seem like a ton of people who played one even knew what was going on with this cutscene in two. So no, idea. I think it's brand new characters and shit. Even though they showed Norman Reedus at the end. And crap. Yeah, it was like okay, cool. They announced that there wasn't a ton of other games that I went. Oh, th- I guess the Armored Core was pretty cool. Yeah, Armored Core looks cool. Um, did Armored you play those? Never played any. Me neither. But when I first saw it, I I was just like, oh, it's from Soft Software, so it's a it's their style game with mechs, but. I doubt. I mean, I guess Armored Core is clearly. It's been around for a long time. Yeah. So, um, outside of that, like there were some cool like little games. Like there was Atomic Heart they showed, and then a game that was like Atomic Heart. Uh, there was a Hellboy kind of. It looked very stylized. I I couldn't tell if it was like a three D action game, but when I heard a voice and it wasn't Ron Perlman, I kind of went son of a bitch. Right. They didn't show any previews for that like Rick and Morty gun game coming out tonight i had no idea that was even coming out was it life is high or 
Something like yeah, high, yeah, something high because I, I high get, on life or something. Yes, life or something. high on life because I keep getting shit like popping up like pre-installed. I was like, no, <laughs> like, I'm. I what's gonna piss me off is how big of a they're trying to be a meme game. Oh yeah, like there. I don't even think, and maybe I'm being unfair, judging before I play. I think their efforts went into being hahas versus developing a good game. Right. And I could be completely maybe it's the greatest shooter ever. I could be wrong, Jim. Who knows? I know it's not nice to generalize. Well, Brian, I'll generalize. Because if it's like any if it's like present day Rick and Morty, it's gonna be awful. But with the reveals, what annoyed me was the amount of games that were already at like Callisto. Yeah, I'm like, to, why are you yeah, showing? Yeah, they showed a, a ton game? of games that are already out, and they like just came out. Games that were out already out, and then it was like ports of games to other systems, which I was like, the level of I don't give a fuckness that was. I was like, I don't care that this like Vampire Survivors was coming to PlayStation, like it was coming to some other. Co- I was like, I don't. Oh no, phones. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't care the amount of Among Us stuff. I was like, you're still doing that. And they repeated a lot of them, a lot of trailers and shit like that, a lot too, or like video packages. Like they showed that same Nintendo like group of like little shit, mm-hmm. like four times, like at least once an hour. Yeah. So honestly, of the reveals, like I said, Hades two was the one that legit had me go, oh, that's cool. There was a few other games that I was kind of like, oh, that's a game I'll never get to, but if it's free, I'll try it. Mm-hmm. Um, one general note I did have, and it, I'll be honest, I didn't pick it up while we were watching and apparently it caught a lot of heat is there was like n- almost no xbox shit and they kind of got a big red flag for not showing well up. yeah a lot of people are like oh xbox is like spitting in the face of gamers by not it's like i mean they don't have any games well it's that what are they gonna show off on that the same game, game pass commercial it sells itself we are getting to it they were in a they were kind of being sued by someone and it dropped the same exact day ah yeah so Whatever the case, I I didn't even think of that while we were watching, but yeah, the game reveals, whatever. The hosts were annoying as shit. There wasn't one host I went, that's fine. Yeah. But the thing that- Uh, The fucking musical performances were weird. I mean, like, everyone kind of memed on the Halsey one, but like, she was probably the best one. Well, but it wasn't only her and Hoser, right? Yeah, it was her and Hoser and- was there was another there, one? I forget there's another one. Maybe not. The, uh, what I did like was they were f- music from the games. That's what they generally do. Yeah. Which I've never watched these, so I didn't know. Nah, fair enough. Yeah, um, I mean, like, they've had Mick Gordon come before and do, like, Doom okay. music and shit, so. But, yeah, no, I mean, Halsey, Arr. I got a thing for her. And, uh-huh. and Hoser, I know you don't like them, but I, I Fuck. What? But speaking of appearances, to have Al Pacino... And animal. And don't you be Spurge Animal. <laughs> Jim. Don't you fucking dare. I don't care if your little drummer boy heart loves him because he played the drums. Of all the Muppets to have, you went, this is 95 WWE. You could have anyone you want. And they're like, yeah, we will get Barry Horowitz. Oh, they couldn't afford Kermit. He is no Barry Horowitz. <laughs> Who is he in that pantheon? Because he is not anyone in the top tier. He's not even Lex Luger by a mile. What? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he is not throwing Yoko over the... He's one of the Muppet Babies, Brian. You know who gets to be a Muppet Baby? The top tiers. That's who. And he was a Muppet Baby twice. Don't you dare, Jim. Oh, I will. I will go there. But the fucking... Uh, I, I feel so bad for Al Pacino because when he came out, like, half the tweets were like, oh, it's fucking Duncan Chino. Dude. 
Well, fucking Jack and Jill. That poor guy. I, 50 years in film. There was multiple Oscars. Zero respect for him. And here's the deal. I, I mean, they had to throw so much at him. And he came out right away. I was joking. I was like, he's not going to see shit. And he's Clearly like, stoned. I, he said, I can't see the teleprompter. And he tried to like riff on like gaming. He's like, As you can guess, I don't game. I watch my kid game and there's some cool stuff. And everyone's like, I love the pan shots to the audience. And they're trying to find like the one person like engaged. But I was like, that was a shit show. And then who was the other? There was one other person like Pacino that they had as a guest that I thought it was almost identical in the terms of like, couldn't give a fuck. Was it fuck. like what? When King and Michael Key came out? No, he tried. You know what? He tried. He tried. Be, he tried more than anyone else. There was, fuck, this is killing me. I watched the whole thing. There was somebody else that came out just like that. That was like same deal where I was like, they don't care at all. No. But you know what? Putting all that aside, then there was the actual awards themselves. And I don't know if that if it's a common thing, but it felt like there was only maybe seven awards that they actually handed to somebody. Yeah, like the, it, they call it the Game Awards, and the actual awards are like the least like done part of the entire yeah, thing. because there were so many where like, they just fast-fired. They're like, all right. And best indie, da, 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 and then da, 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 and uh, best strategy game goes to Mario and Rabbids, yeah, and then the best thing in this goes to this, and the best sim goes to this. Just yeah, and, and here's the deal: like we know it's a commercial, we know it's a big commercial. The guy, but fuck, I don't know his name. Pretend, but fucking God of War guy and his ten minute long speech that never shut. They'll fuck up. And I think when, I tuned out at that point for a little you, bit. You weren't there. Yeah, It was basically like, okay, um, I forget if it was – I think he got it for performance. It's the guy who plays um, Kratos. Kratos. And at <clears throat> first it's like, yeah. And then he, he's telling a story. And he's one of these very long pregnant pauses. You're like, is that the end of the fucking story? And then he keeps going. You're like – Everyone was like, all right, this needs to stop. He just kept going and going with these stories. That went fucking nowhere. He's like diving in. He's like, and the brave men and women that... I'm like, what What are we talking about now? What? So... <laughs> I'm glad I missed that. That was, that was a little annoying. But outside of that, I think most of the picks were what everyone expected. I think the game of the year, most people thought it would just automatically go God of War. And the way the night was looking, because God of War God was of going War for the won sweep. Basically, everything. Elden Ring, I don't think, won anything else except for a game of the year. It may. Be, it, I think it won one other one before then, but was it? Was that the one where it was like art direction? Might have been art direction. It was, or yeah, yeah, some kind of direction. Um, I mean, here's the deal. The real thing is, we knew it was only going to be between those two. It like everyone else. Imagine showing up and knowing you have zero shot. Horizon Forbidden West <laughs> getting a big over they in all did. their categories. They, that game, that franchise gets no respect. And uh, yeah, Stray won too much. I think it won like twice. It actually won twice. Two times too many. It was best indie debut and then best indie game. How can you win for both of those? I mean, it debuted this year. Yeah, but so, but like, but I mean, fucking Genshin Impact won the fucking popularity vote, and that's been out for three years. 
that that was so stupid. And I like they announced the whole thing around that, like move the bots. The fucking the Sonic fans trying to make it like win, and then Genshin fans just being like, "Oh fuck this!" And then they just crushed them. Which I still I looked up Genshin after, and I said, "Okay, yeah, card based something or other." I mean, it was it's like an open world game. Yeah, open world with card based combat or some shit. Sounds terrible, but weebs, Brian, weebs. So, yeah, I mean, it was... Weaves versus Sonic fans. Oh, what a competition. <sighs> I guess then that, that shit show of after the game of the year, whatever that little fuck was that came up and... What, what was his thing? He's like, I want to make this war to... My a, a shout out to my rabbi bro, Bill Clinton, or something like, like that. Like reformed rabbi Bill Clinton. Yeah, something about rabbi Bill Clinton. I was like... I remember I sat on stream. I was like, was that a joke? Like, what? What is that? Who is that? Yeah, it turns out he's just some troll. He's been on Infowars already and shit like that. Of course he has. He's and he's just some troll. But he just like decided to walk up there. I guess I guess the Japanese are too goddamn polite to be like, who the fuck's this guy? As he's like standing with them for like a good ten minutes as they're doing their speeches. Yeah, that um I thought he was part of their group. That that is probably why you should have a delay. And just cut him because just giving him the airtime now, you just gave him so much power with that, and you ended the night on that little shithead. Poor flute guy. Flute guy wanted to be, he wanted to be internet famous so bad. Wait, the, who's flute guy? The guy who was on the flute when they were doing the game of the year nominations and they had the orchestra going, and they kept going to him, and he was like, Jim, what was he doing? As soon as I started doing that, I knew that was a terrible idea. But yes, he was going really hard with his stuff. Look, just make a gif of it. I don't fucking care. Do it. Jim. One of you in the Discord will do it. We have a Discord. Join the Discord. Link's below. Jim, I thought you were going to talk more about the impressive use of the... What the fuck is the instrument during God of the Hoser song? The, oh, the uh, oh the hurdy-gurdy? Hurdy-gurdy. <laughs> that was awesome. I was like, holy shit, a hurdy-gurdy. Yeah. So... Here's the deal. When I watched it, I I went. I I had no expectations. I didn't think it would be good. What was nice is there weren't true commercials. The commercials were commercials for games. Um, that that would have been some fucking balls. If in a show of commercials, they had commercials during segment in between. Segments. Oh, well, that's why it's like every every so often it was like cutting away. I was like, oh, they're gonna do a commercial. I'm like, oh yeah, it's just games. Ugh. But here's the deal. I don't. Unless a lot of people want to do it, and Todd, you had a great point. If, if, and let me say if again, I ever do that again, I'll definitely do a Discord so we can do voice chat and I'll talk. Like, yeah, that would have made it better. That would have been fun, and we'll definitely make a drinking game out of it. Um, it is what it is. Save your PTO, people. It's going to be it, a long night. What's nice is instead of now having to have looked up all the shit, seeing it firsthand and seeing the stuff... I don't know if it makes me, it makes me, <laughs> seeing the crowd and seeing the type of people that were there made me sad for gaming. I'll say that. And that's all I'll say. The reactions, the overhype by people for certain things, I was like, calm your tits. Stop trying to be, like, in on the, like, oh, this is amazing. Right, it's all we have. Our personalities are our hobbies, or our hobbies are our personalities now. And that's the Get world the we live in. Gertie. Hey, do not, don't you dare not, be smirched to hurdy gurdy. I am not. I'm legit. I, I, I equate that to the. Uh, oh my god! It would have only been better if Animal was playing to hurdy gurdy. What? Uh, this is gonna kill me so bad. 
what is the Weird Al instrument? The uh, what the accordion? Is that well? He plays an accordion with the piano on the sides. Yeah, it's an accordion. Like you can have those little shit dick accordions that are just doing that no, no, with yeah, covering no, the holes. The little one, but like the real legit, like they have the piano keys on the side for different. It's notes still and just shit. called accordion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm probably wrong, but I believe it's still an accordion. <laughs> no, because yeah, I thought accordion was just a little guy. No, nah, there's different butt types. Okay, but yeah, so I what I want to hear is for anyone who wasn't on stream. If you were on stream, let me know if you liked it. Like I said, maybe we'll do it again. Make a drinking game out of it. But for anyone who has watched it since, or lucky heard for Brian, stuff, that's the only game award show out there, so he only has to do it once oh, a year. Thank God. Yeah, that was. That stupid bitch in a pink dress. Oh, my God. Another one. Oh, couldn't. yeah. That was weird. She couldn't care less to be there. And it, She looked like those squish balls. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. <laughs> Good description. You know, with the little tentacles and shit coming out of them. What was she, Jim? Squish balls. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, I like the fact that I saw it firsthand. I, di- I did feel like Xbox didn't have much of a showing there. That was weird. But... Whatever. But yeah, the reaction people going like Xbox spits in the faces of games like shut the fuck up. The game awards don't matter. Well, we know there's only that's one group of people saying that because of the console award is going. Uh. <laughs> but Jim, I mean, we know it's coming from PlayStation fans, but wouldn't you say one of their developers are in hot water for his take on his game? Oh boy. And it's someone we've covered before. Yeah, you actually just played it this year. I did. So uh John Garvin, who was the director for Days Gone. And writer. Don't forget writer. Yeah. He, it's his baby. He basically previously went on a rant and said the reason Days Gone isn't doing well is because people aren't willing to pay full price. And basically, if you want a sequel, then you need to get out there and pay full price for it. Like, kind of bashing fans. Yeah. Not a good start. So now, <clears throat> the middling reviews, which... Most people, I think, gave it sevens, eights. Like, it, it wasn't one of these ones where... It's got, like, a Metacritic of, like, 74 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, which is, you know what? In my opinion... 71. <clears throat> that's a good game. And I know in today's world, I someone actually did a meme or showed a graph of, like, how, like, me and you review games are legit scores, whereas IGN and everything else, everything's a 9.5 Oh, above. yeah. I mean, that's the <clears throat> meme now, thanks to IGN, where a 7 is considered bad. That's what I mean. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, if you're not at least an 8, you're considered a terrible game. So, in the 7s, but he's basically, so this guy, John Garvin, is saying he's, he's blaming their reviews on woke reviewers who claims <sighs> couldn't be bothered to play the game. But, he goes further to say, <clears throat> It had woke reviewers who couldn't handle a gruff white biker looking at his date's ass. Is this... Come on. Like, do you... Now, he said this on a podcast or a show, and is there any chance he No, I think it was just a tweet, wasn't it? No, well, he said they captured it in a tweet later, but he said it during a show. No, he tweeted his theory in response to a fan asking why he thought it didn't do well. It was just a tweet. So he said three reasons. One, it had tech issues like uh, bugs, streaming, and frame rate. Two, it had reviewers who couldn't be bothered to actually play the game. And three, it had woke reviewers who couldn't handle a gruff white biker looking at a date's ass. Now, I mean, in the smallness of fairness to him, like review, there were reviewers who did complain about like, oh, the male gaze and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But like, even this article points out, 
A lot of that shit was in like a game like Red Dead Redemption 2, and it's a game that got universal praise. Because if you make a great game, you can throw that shit in there and no one really cares. Whereas if you make a very mid-game, I think even you said it overstayed its welcome wasn't that great. It was okay. Yeah. I, 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 I like you played I, through it all, but I, it was like... I, I gave it a B. I said, I'm huge into zombie games. It was fine. Like, there were a lot of really cool things. I said it had amazing use of music. The story, really well done. Like, it, it got you into it, but there was a lot of pieces that, yeah... It went too long. The herd, the herds of zombies were cool, but like, I don't know. The game felt like it was always missing something. And this guy is just—he's trying to blame everyone else for why he didn't make the next all-star game. Yeah. It's really what it comes down to. Like, yeah, you didn't make Red Dead Two. You didn't make some knockout game. You made a fun game, a fine game. You should have just left it at that. I guess to your point, yeah, where there he probably was honing in. You know what it is? Just like everything else everyone does. Well, the second he's like he call like blames, you know, ooh fucking wokeness. It's like, all right, you're just trying to like roll up a crowd and shit like that. He's trying to find the support where he can and he knows if he says that, there he'll at least get some folks on his side. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, that. Like yeah, he might bring in like the quarterings and the Eric Julys of the world to his side, but even like no one cared. Everyone just went, eh, the game wasn't that great. No one cares. Which, you know... He thought he made art, he didn't make art, and he can't accept it. I guess... Is that, though, a telltale sign of someone who... what Like, we're all guilty. We, we're all on the internet too much. You're much more than me. But you and I both do the same thing. You put out a video or something, you can get a lot of cool video or something nice. That leaves your brain right away. One comment that's negative about it... Oh fuck you! <laughs> like there's an automatic like you beat me. Yeah, and this guy probably he's pro when he says that he's probably referencing like one specific critic review. He's like, and to his fairness, it probably was someone like woke like lambashing him, and he probably read that article over and over again and seethed about it, and probably ignored the many articles that were probably like oh, it's a fine game, whatever. Yeah, and I mean. I mean, I didn't read the fucking articles. Like, yeah, they probably did complain about it, but I mean, it's a biker, so you know he's playing into what you expect the biker to be. Fine. Yeah. And if the reviewer has a problem with that, then either know the source or maybe he just did a cringy. I don't play the game, so I don't fucking know. I don't even care. I'm it not going to play a fucking thirty-hour zombie game. <laughs> I don't care. Jim, you don't care about a lot of things. I don't care about anything at this point. <laughs> I am fucking done. Jim, Jim, are you basically saying you're a nihilist? I'm beyond nihilism at this point. <laughs> Is that why you don't like the Big Lebowski? Because of how they portrayed your people? The nihilists in it? Oh. No, nah, not Peter, even that. Peter, I just like, I don't know. Sir Peter Stormare. I think when I finally like got around to watching it, like I expected it to like live up to these impossible like expectations. And I was like, it was fine. I was like, I don't get why everyone's like so hyped up about it. You don't get a lot of good things. I get things, Brian. I get things. I think our our fans have proven. Fine, let them. <coughs> Whatever. It's not going to change my mind anyway. Jim, I think your opinions are unique for the purpose of trying to be unique. I'm not trying to be unique here. <laughs> I'm not trying to bash it. I wanted to like the movie. I didn't hate it. I went, that was fine. I don't get the hype. Jim, when everyone's talking about some of their favorite DC characters and you throw in goddamn Blue Beetle, there's a problem there. Ted Cord is a treasure. I'm just saying. Just saying, Jim. Him and Booster Gold were the heart and soul of the Justice League International. Your favorite WWE superstars, Gold Dust. I'm just endless saying. entertainment. I'm just saying, 
it seems like I see a pattern here. <laughs> when you're kind of defending Hotel Mario, there's a problem. There's a problem. It's what? a game about shutting doors. What? That's all there is. Interesting it's, concept. It, it's shovelware. But <laughs> it was not shovelware. <laughs> Just because you paid Poorly executed, yes, but shovelware it is not. When you try and defend flying through rings on Superman 64, there's a problem. I'm not defending it. I just said that was the best part of the game. When you say Kevin Spacey can do no wrong, there's a problem. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, Brian, he was vindicated for all of like 10 minutes before like he had another 10,000 charges thrown his way. There's like 10 minutes where I was back in the good graces. Jim's like, yes, I'm right. Oh, shit. Look, until he raped all those like 20,000 people, he was a great actor. God damn it. Just saying, Jim. There's... No, it's perfect. You have a history. That's all I'm saying. No, it's perfect, Brian. <laughs> So yeah, I think you and you and uh, what's his name, John Garvey or Garvin? Yeah, yeah, whoever the fuck. You you got some stuff in common. That's all I'm gonna say. I think I think he listened to one too many Jordan Peterson things. He was like, <laughs> I want to take down these woke moralists. <laughs> like, right. God damn it! All right, Chambers. So we're back and uh, we've moved on from the Grand Cacao to the Dream Weaver. Which is that your favorite? No. What's your favorite? No, Dreamweaver probably is my favorite from them. Okay, yeah. So it's their wheat beer, unfiltered, 4.8%, so it's an easy drink. We've had an interesting combo of beers here. Yeah. Probably a terrible idea, given our night last night. Oh, God. Tomorrow's going to be interesting. God, it's fucking hurting. But delicious beers. Highly recommend it, if you're, especially if you're looking for a lighter one. I think Dreamweaver is available year-round, though. Yeah, Dreamweaver is year-round. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, definitely try that out. But uh, you got an interesting Gamers Mad this week. Yeah, so we're uh, going a little different, off the beaten path, because we're, we're going to hit some relationships. Time for relationship expert time. Should have probably caught up our old buddy Ryan Stone for this one. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's dish. Yep. So, from at uh, <clears throat> the Ginger Perks, she says, I firmly believe that gamers should date gamers. I don't think I could ever date someone who doesn't play games. It's such a big part of my life, and I'd want to share with and experience with a partner. So this right now is uh, sitting at about 800 retweets and 10,000 likes. So pretty beefy tweet right yeah, there. It, it, it took off. And like I saw my timeline just like flooded with quote tweets and reactions and shit mm. like that to this. And I was like, man, this is really sticking to people's crawls on this. I dove probably too deep into this. Because I really want to see, I want to see, like, who's supporting it, who's saying, like, that's ridiculous, what her, which was, I was, what I'm surprised about is, I thought the thing that people were to know, and maybe she doesn't have a lot of viral tweets, there's no knock on her, but, like, she seemed to try to be replying to everyone who well, said I something? Mean, she still has like a relatively small following. She's like two thousand followers, so oh, okay. she's not so a huge I, account. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it wasn't a knock. But she was like engaging. Said, yeah, but um, and then she really quickly, like you know, after something takes off, she said to the people getting upset by my post, please don't. Opinions are like arseholes. Everyone has one. I'm not saying this is the creed to follow. Only my opinion, which you don't need to agree with. I've seen so many gamer friends burnt by people who disrespect gaming. Biased. And then, by the way, I'm sorry. When a tweet goes off, when it's a second or third tweet down, it's like, well, this is getting a lot of attention. That's like the meme now. I I know, but it's like, because it's a meme, shouldn't that just stop? But regardless, I digress. So then she basically 
followed up with a few other things. I will say the the majority of things were basically people completely disagreeing with her. Now, some were more respectful than others. Some were like, yeah, like, I have a wife and she's not a gamer and it works well. Yeah. Whereas others are like, that's completely ridiculous. Da, da, da. Like, I didn't see many <laughs> Others people. are just like, way to limit your options, whore. Well, <clears throat> so I decided, let me dive deep. Let me see her responses. And it's like, she basically said this stemmed from, I guess, a previous relationship where she had a girlfriend and she was explaining, like, this girl clearly is very into gaming. And she was explaining to her girlfriend at the time, like, about this game. And the girlfriend did what probably our wives would do us. Just looked at her and said, huh, that's cool. And just kind of ignored it. And she said that relationship fizzled out. And is, to a degree, I'm paraphrasing, kind of just saying this could be one of the reasons why. Now, I actually I, I actually have an interesting opinion on this one, Jim. All right. I'm not going to... I'm never against someone who has an opinion like this. I think it's obviously a bold statement to say something like this. I think this screams two things. One, this is someone who needs their partner to be their best friend and to share their hobby with. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a friend to share your hobby with, like my wife, she's not against gaming, but she's not in into it at all. Yeah. And it's one of those deals where it's like, I don't want her or need her to be like, we have plenty of other things we're into together. I like the idea of somebody you're it, with. Oh, it's good to have that little bit of separation. With you some need things. to. You should have. There are some things like, like she's not the only sports me and her are like together are MMA. Everything else separate. Video games separate. Like there's plenty of things we're completely lock and step on. That's an odd one, and I'll be honest. This is coming from. 30-some-year-old guy, there weren't girl gamers when I was growing up. Sexist. Canceled. And especially where I grew up, you were still kind of a nerd, guy or girl, if you were a gamer. Like, if you didn't do it, like, just at the arcade, if you did it at home and a lot, you were a nerd, period. Yeah. Didn't matter who did it. So it was one of those deals, like... Yeah, even though, like, a lot of people, like, basically a lot, almost everyone was gaming, but, like... It was still considered the nerdy thing. You wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't openly admit it. Now, here's the deal. With your guy friends, they'd come over, you'd play, and then go outside for a little bit, whatever. It was a thing, like, once you couldn't be outside anymore, all right, come home and game. Like, but if you went into school and all you talked about was gaming, you were going to get made fun of. Oh, yeah. So my thinking is, like, when she's saying, like... <laughs> you get called a lot of things you can't say now. Yes. And this is where I kind of go... No guy has ever gotten laid by talking about his knowledge of Toe Jam and Earl. Like, can confirm. <laughs> like, there. This is a completely one-sided argument when it comes to men and women, and that is no guy. I, I will say, in the history of video games, no guy has ever gotten laid because of his depth of knowledge of video games or being a gamer, unless he's someone who's making a shit ton of money from it. Like, just being a gamer would never be enough. I mean, unless you're, like, going to pick up other gamer girls and shit like that. No, no. I would even argue. Because, like, I think I, I think G met his wife because of, like, Dance Dance Revolution, basically. There's a difference between, like, he, was, he may have been at an arcade or went to an event meeting someone with similar interests. I'm saying, like, the opening line is, like, 
as our joke used to be about Mario Kart, like, hey, do you know there's a secret tunnel in Koopa Troopa? Fucking <laughs> Matt. Like, honestly, do you think a guy's ever gotten a girlfriend, laid, whatever you want to use? But I believe the inverse to be true. Man, that's your test. Go to a bar, walk up to a girl and say, I beat Elden Ring in under 100 hours. Now, granted, if you are ridiculous. She doesn't suck your dick, you failed. <laughs> if you're ridiculously good looking, very charismatic, how you deliver it, it's obviously a line. That's different than go to a gaming convention. How many of those guys that are there single are going to pick up women, even women who are there for gaming? are picking them up based on their gaming knowledge and their love of gaming. Right, not to pick on our poor I, brethren over here. I'm just asking a question here. How many think you're going to go and actually try that? Not as awkwardly as possible. That is... Because if that's, if that's your route in there, you got to be full bore, like, funny fat guy obnoxious kind of level. Like, you got to be confidence out the ass. Yes. And that is kind of my point here, Jim. Her argument, which is... I, you should have a partner that's in the gaming. And when I was reading her responses, it read very much like, not only are you better being a gaming, but do you think she means her partner if their partner was a COD person? Now, granted, Ooh, looking the at right her, kind of gamer. She's, I, a, she's an RPG fan. RPG. Saw that. I was going to say, she fits a very specific mold of gamer that she would probably not like gamers of a certain ilk. Yeah. And then it's like, then that's the argument. What is a gamer? Is it someone who casually, you, look at, our buddies who only play COD. Is, right. is he a gamer? Yeah, he plays every day. But would gamers consider him a gamer? Mm, that's the thing. Dirty They're, casuals. When you try to, let him in. When you try to dive deep into this level of nerdom, and when you try to impair your biggest hobby with somebody else, I just don't think it's necessary for compatibility. That's, that's only my suggestion. I don't care what your biggest hobby is. I mean, you, your music, and games. Yeah. Your wife does neither. Correct. You're compatible. Yeah. Like, you don't need to be compatible with your biggest hobbies. You just, I'm sorry, you don't. So it, 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 you can have none of the same hobbies. Sometimes it just works. Yeah, and honestly, I would argue that you open up someone's mind to other shit when you, like, I love her response was all the things, like, whether your hobby is true crime, fantasy novels, video games, or astrology, I was like, you just hit four oh, things right God. off the bat. Mm. We're, no, but like, I when she wrote that, I said, once again, did she, you have to go for the most yes. women on the internet things possible? Well, no, but my bigger problem with that was she's describing she wants a friend, not a like you don't need the person you fall in love with to love all those your favoriteest things in the world. Imagine if you needed to find a chick who loved Rush. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how would that go for you, Jim? How? Oh! <laughs> Guess I'm moving to Canada <laughs> 20 years ago. I, I mean, it's just one of the, these weird things. And, and I go, like, I thought about it. I'll be honest. I've never had a girlfriend that identified as a gamer girl. And if I met someone who identified themselves that way, I don't know how I'd feel. Oh, I don't think I'd. Well, I want to be. I mean, obviously, if, if our, being our pools are different. Our pools were no, 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 no. What I was gonna say is, if I'm being honest, as a guy, you don't care that much about that. No, <laughs> that that's the caveat I meant to say. Uh, I was gonna fuck you, but you didn't play enough Star Fox sixty four. <laughs> so hit the bricks, bitch. Uh, I would. You had your chance and blew it, lady. 
I don't know that. I, yeah, I, yeah. This is a very one-sided kind of thing too, because that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, like a guy could say something like this, but when when it comes down to brass tacks, yeah, no guy. I will argue, no guy in history has ever <laughs> not been with a girl because she wasn't a gamer. Right. There are a lot of morals that can get thrown out the window. I would argue, you know what? And and as I said, and, and I know we're making it sound like no guy would be with a girl. No guy would be with a guy. Or oh, not yeah. be with a guy because, like, guys don't care. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, the post, the post not clarity can come in and be like, eh, I don't know if this is gonna work out, but, but it, it's weird. Foot in the door. Bro. What I find funny is when you post a strong opinion, she seems shocked by the strong opinions back, which then makes me go like, how many times do you think people purposely will throw out a post like that, like a, an opinion, if you will? That are all, just all the goddamn time. Once again, I'm not the internet person. I don't know. I'm That's just all asking. being a big poster is, is just like trying to get engagement. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I reading her responses, she clearly I read that as she had this some experience with an ex, this girl that apparently didn't care, didn't And she probably went, This would have been so much better and easier if she was into what I was into. But I guess the only interesting thing she said is it really comes down to the person not disrespecting you for your hobby. Which that I was like, once again, what do you call disrespect? Like if if you're if Sandy was like, how do you disrespect someone's like if she just said if she was just sitting there you're playing that stupid shit again or something? But even basically like talking like my mother would. Yeah, I mean that would be uh, number one. I think if you have any area of disrespect, you're in a problem state already. Yeah, it, that probably wasn't the only problem. Yeah, that was you're going probably on there. Not just being disrespected for gaming, you're being disrespected for other shit. So. Teach his own. I yeah, what, like I I saw it's like I wasn't thinking anger. I was just like, oh, no, yeah, no, it's no. like, oh, I'm not. I I'm no, I know you're not either. Yeah, I'm looking at this and I go, I feel bad for her because if she limits her pool to that, good luck. I've seen this with too many people, guys and girls alike. Good luck. When you all of a sudden take the pool of people out there, there's a gazillion people available to you, and all of a sudden you start putting parameters. I find the funniest shit. It's like. Height parameters, job parameters. Now it's fucking hobby parameters. It's like you are going to make your pool this small and you're going to tunnel vision your view and then you're going to be in your 40s going, why can't I get, find someone? Is it you or, or is it, you know, what is it? Is Taylor Swift wrong with all those breakups? I'm just saying they keep happening. I'm just saying, it's a common common core. Just, just saying. Now, there's I, one I, thing in common there. I did like Things this. happen. What I was shocked was there wasn't more support for her. I thought that she was going to get an outpouring of like, go queen, slay. Yeah, that uh, that was actually like kind of weird that she wasn't getting that. Basically, everyone's like, uh, like I said, some were way more respectful than others. But for the most part, they're like, mm, you're wrong. Yeah. I don't know. Especially like you would at least expect a couple Sims to come in there. Attractive girl. <laughs> Some kind of blind defense. I play games. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually surprised by the lack of that response, too. Hey, I mean, gamer here. Hey, what, what DMs I, are open. This is where I would love. Hey, hey. Can we request, like, can we see what the DMs after that were? Because I'm sure in the DMs it was a different story. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> oh God, that poor girl. Uh, oh, she probably. Oh, I hope her DMs were closed. Oh God. Oh, I'm sure there were so many cocks. Jim, I don't think they all went right to cocks. I think you're giving Sims way too Bri. much power. Bri. 
You're not on the internet enough. You're, you're, you know what, Jim? You were right there. I am not on the internet enough, and this proves why I shouldn't be. Yes, no one should be. <laughs> That's why we're all in the state we're in. So, yeah, I want to hear from you guys, though. What do you think? Is she right? Is she wrong? Do you care? Have you ever not been with someone because they don't share a hobby? It doesn't even have to be gaming. But have you ever not been with someone because of that? Yeah. Maybe make your hobbies a little less who you are as a person. Just in general. Yeah, that shouldn't define you. I don't care what your hobby is. I say the same thing. I think the biggest dorks in the world are sports nerds who will tell you stats of every piece of thing from every year, and that's it. Anyone who knows stats of anything that much, too much. <laughs> Just saying. That's my opinion. I don't know, Bri. If you're in the moment and the lucky lady doesn't know Bryce Harper's OPS, I don't think it's going to work out. I don't think she even deserves to be there. I hope you enjoy your hand at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Boot! Right out of the car. <laughs> but, Chambers, in another bit of... I, and I did like that, by the way. I like Gamers Mad like that. That was a unique one. Um, but in another kind of twist, if you will, in this oh, saga... Oh, a few twists. It's just twisting and turning. In this saga of the Microsoft transaction, because at this point, the deal has gone through. They've purchased Activision and Blizzard. There's a 10-year deal to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo. This is coming from the horse's mouth. This is coming from one Phil Spencer. Which you and I have said many times. <clears throat> there was that thing back in the day of could they bring Game Pass or something to Switch or Nintendo. This is basically the foot in the door. Or in case of joy in the sex, foot in something else. <laughs> um, this is the, the way of saying like we'll bring something to you. Maybe as a test, a, a show of good faith. I think if this goes through, this would be a way you would end up seeing Game Pass on some shit. I mean, it very well could be. And he was also saying that they were still committed to bringing Game, bringing it all to Steam and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. He, didn't really mention Sony. He's tweets. talking about COD being brought to other things. Like he's branching out, basically saying like, "I'll bring it to Steam for Steam Deck. I'll bring it to Switch." Or you know, he says Nintendo, but we know it means Switch or. Switch 2.0, whatever the hell it becomes. But yeah, I mean, that I don't think was on anybody's radar. Yeah, I mean, that'll be the first time COD's on Nintendo since Black Ops 2 on the Wii U, I think, was the last time. That was on there? Yeah. Mm, Servers are still up. Probably did terrible. I mean, everything on the Wii U did terrible. The Wii U, it did 13 million sales. And you gotta stop defending it. Just like your Barry Horowitz. Had great ideas. Good pat on the back. (laughs) Great series. The, fucking I, Wii, the Wii U library's fucking cut the Switch afloat. Ideas are not enough, Jim. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, had some execution issues. Had some marketing issues. I'm just saying. That's not enough. Ideas aren't enough. Originality's not enough to save a game or a system. Ideas. <laughs> but yeah, so that was huge news enough. But as we mentioned at the Game Awards the day of... There's so previously Microsoft was being sued by whatever the London or European equivalent. I don't think they were being sued, but it was like you know they were being investigated and like heavily scrutinized by yeah. them for the for the sale t- and basically the the London trade cocks, whatever they're called. I don't fuck. <laughs> the idea was that that was being lobbied by PlayStation folks that were pressuring them to like put this through. 
And now the FTC is involved with this. Right, the Alphabet Boys are out. They're coming for They're blood. They're out, and... Nothing ever comes good from the Alphabet Boys. Was this the same ones that sued Bill Gates in the 90s? I think so, with for monopolizing for and monopolizing. shit. Yeah. Which, didn't they technically win? I forget. I... I think they did. I think they did, but I think at that point it was too late because then they already had like Netscape. Like I think at that point Microsoft already had like throwback everything, and basically like it was like cool. You find them a lot, but they're moving ahead anyway. Yeah, that worked. So <clears throat> I don't know. I, that does I, build precedent. I didn't even think about that part either. Totally forgot about. Well, that. So it. Well, that's why I'm bringing it up because it's like okay, you're still axe to grind. It's still Microsoft, but I still argue like what they did and what they're citing and they, they didn't and the article was from windowscentral.com. I mean this was all over the place, but it, yeah, it's, I just... it's everywhere. But one of the things I don't like that the FTC is stating is that Xbox has already proven that they're going to withhold games. And I'm like, we've covered this. It was like one or two games. It the... was Starfield and Redfall. Uh they said as a reason they can't be trusted. So basically what they did is, um, okay, uh, I, I think it was in the EU or something like that, where they basically said that they wouldn't, went after the, this was from the Bethesda deal, and they had said they wouldn't make you know these things, keep them from other consoles, and then they turned around and did it Yeah. for these games. But I mean, that's why I think they might be kind of fucked, is because that establishes a history of saying, we're not going to keep this from you, and they've turned their back they on that did. before. But this is where I guess I'm confused because, as we talked about before, the video game industry is a hundred billion dollar, uh, whatever the number is. Oh yeah, it's a million dollars. And bec- and they're all hanging their hats on basically COD. Still, at the end of the day, it's really COD is the the money maker there. How is this different than <laughs> you look at how many years running PlayStation has run away with? Game of the Year winners. This, the shit they do have exclusives, they're allowed to have those. And I get it's different. They've developed it in-house. Well, not For really. the most part, it's in-house. They've bought some people. But, but that's but... what I mean. Like, in general, they have studios. Because who did God of War Santa Monica? Something like that, yeah. Um, how is this different? Like, you're buying a company... And now, yeah, you want shit exclusive, even though they're, they're now sending out deals like saying. Well, I in- think if they were at least with the Bethesda thing, like, like if they as they were probably doing a PR thing where it's like, oh, are you going to keep this from coming out? And they're probably like, no, we're going to let it come out. And then they turn their back on it. Whereas if they went, oh, we have to decide internally what we're going to do. Yeah. Like if they just said that and then they did, then it's like, all right, we know you're going to do it anyway, but you did it. But I still like what I don't get is if they use that as precedent. Maybe I'm not smart enough of his monopolization. Unless they turn around and bought Sony or Nintendo themselves. I'm sorry. Even one of the biggest developers in the world is not enough to claim monopolization. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this before where even if this merger does go through, there's still going to be like number three by like size-wise. Which, okay, let's say they make Call of Duty, everything from Blizzard, everything from Activision, everything from Bethesda. Okay, I think that could potentially sway in the future. But I don't think Microsoft, as we've said, is planning on staying in the hardware game. Like, they're going to sell their service to whoever will have it. If anything, they're going to say, PlayStation, put our service on your shit. Yeah, well, here's here's the thing, though. 
we're not talking about like people who like follow gaming. We're talking about the federal government. Yeah. And the Federal Trade Commission. So they're just looking at it as like a numbers, a market share, uh, you know, an impact kind of thing, and like Activision's market share on the entire industry and shit like that, probably. Yeah. And then they're looking at Microsoft's thing. Like, we know the federal government doesn't know shit about technology or gaming or all that kind of crap with whenever they try to put their new things around to try and police the internet. But at the end of the day, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you just look at the brass numbers of it, you look at it and go, holy shit. True. Yeah, and we said COD is the number one. And if Sony goes, look, you know, they're trying to monopolize. They're going to take this from us. This is our highest selling game. And they, you know, then you throw that other little tidbit of, look, they've lied before, or they've gone back on it before. I was going to say, how much Sony lobbyists is there and money? Because, yeah, because my, I'm sure the lobbyists are going fucking ham right now. Yeah. So, I mean, my initial reaction was like, oh, this is fucking bullshit. But then when I saw that thing about, like, you know, those couple Bethesda games, I was like, "Ah, I think they might have screwed themselves. They might have, but once again. I mean, Microsoft did say they're going to fight this lawsuit from the FTC, so. And if it's any indication like the 90s. Even if they lose, it's going to go through. I Maybe there is a deal like they have to for so many years. But as we said, 10 years in gaming, who knows who's going to have a console. And, they, and they've already committed, to, even to Sony, to say, they we'll give it to them. you for yeah. 10 years. Yeah. And Sony, you know, didn't respond. It, it's very... Murky. This, murky waters. What I like is it's interesting. I'll say that. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think it waters down any product. I think it's... uh, I want to see what comes out of this. But yeah, now, I think once you get past the FTC, whether they're against or for this, whatever happens, that'll be the end of it. And then it'll be... Let's see what actually falls out of this. Yeah. So... Yeah, dude, I... Fuck. I mean... When we first brought this up, how many months ago? It's only been like six months, I think. It's been a fairly fast... Like, I think there was a... Well... I think we started with, like, the rumors when they were in there, like, buying, like, when it was like, oh, they got Bethesda. That's crazy. Right. That was last year or whatever. It was like, huh. And then we made the jokes. And that seemingly came out of nowhere when Bethesda happened, Yeah, and then when Activision was like, could this be real? And then we we joked about, could it end up on Switch? Could they buy Sega? All this shit is, like, now, like, yeah, they actually probably could have bought Sega. Oh, they probably easily could buy Sega. Yeah, so it's like one of those deals where you go... Honestly, nothing's off the table. I don't feel like at this point now. Yeah, yeah. is that why there's no Nintendo Switch Two release? Because they're going to be bought. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck or Nintendo's doing with their hardware. Nintendo's going to do what Nintendo always does, and they're just going to have an announcement and just drop like, "Oh, new system coming out in two weeks." Well, they never go. They generally, and I know I'm generalizing. They don't usually do back to back bangers. They usually do crazy hit. It's been a while. Kind of a drop. Crazy hip, kind of a drop. It's actually been since the NES and Super NES for home consoles that they've yeah, had back to back winners. Back to back. Yeah, because even though N64 was good, it was. Yeah, I mean, it did find it like 30 million, but like yeah. compared to the 100 million of the PlayStation. And then we had GameCube was kind of a drop too. Yeah, that was like barely 20 million. The Wii was real. But then Wii we was like. We also songs. forget at that moment though, like there was all those handhelds and. In there to oh, yeah. I mean, they always dominated with the yeah. Game Boy and the DS. So that, but now, like, I feel like they're out of the handheld game because whatever console they do will probably be some version of Switch where it's also handheld. Yeah. I think they have, at this point, I think they have to go to hybrid. They can't separate it now at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Be interesting. I don't know. But yeah. 
we're going to keep following this because it, it actually is a topic that interests me and I want to see where it goes. But, Jim, speaking of topics we've covered previously, and why can some people never stay out of trouble? This fucking guy. This seems like a guy you would defend. Kind of. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Eugene. Right, he made night, Nights into Dreams. How can you not love him? I don't know what that is, and I don't want to know. You don't know what Nights is? Like the killer app of the Saturn? Where you're like the oh, wizard the girl, the, the wizard girl flying have. through rings, flying through oh, wait, rings. Wait. Oh, the night, rings. the night series. Yes, I only know that because there was a fr- one of the nights games was free on Xbox 360. That's as far as I know about nights. It was probably in the dreams, because there was only like three games, I think. Anyway, Jim, I, I think there was like the main one on uh, Saturn, then there was like a Christmas like expansion. Yes, and then they had uh, one on the Wii. I think that was it. Now, Jim, of your history of knowing me. Is there any part of that game that you would say, that's a game Brian would try? Flying through rings. Delightful. Sounds right up your alley, Brian. Where you're playing like Doki Doki Princess or whatever the fuck it is. That would be whatever your princess game you were playing the other last oh, week. Oh, Coda Princess. Yeah. Or, oh, the, the, just the names of the games. If you just don't know anything about the games and you hear the names of the games you try, I'm like... Why? Why not? Because there's so many better games that you have sitting on your goddamn shelves. I go, he could have played this, this, this. Just tell me I'm wrong, Jim. Tell me on all those shelves you have some glory and you say, you know what? I'm not going to touch this physical media that I paid too much for. I'm going to play Code of Princess. But Brian, that is physical media that I paid too much for. So at least I got (laughs) played it. So you bought new shitty physical media. And ignored the good stuff. I'm not wrong. Look, mistakes were made. I wasn't exactly happy with my purchase. But you keep doing the same mistake. You're the kid that touches fire and goes, ow. 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 Look, Brian, eventually you kill the nerve endings and you don't feel it anymore. Ah, Jim. <laughs> I'm like Bart with the cupcakes. Just tell me about your Yuji Naka, buddy. Well, Brian, as we previously discussed, good old Yuji Naka was... Busted for a little insider trading for a Final Fantasy game. Yep. Uh, and, and it really wasn't that much when we talked about it. They, that was a lower dollar value. Yeah, he was, like there was a bunch of people like uh, there who were in on it. Yeah. Some who put in for like hundreds of thousands of dollars. He did like 10 grand. Which, you know, still not nice. Yeah. Not a good thing. But yeah, uh, he did it again. And this time a lot more. Yeah, so uh, he was rearrested over Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier insider trading scheme. So it was a mobile title uh, that he tried to go in hardcore on. And Naka was made aware of the plans to develop the game. And he purchased around 120,000 shares in the company. So about $834,000. American. A little bit higher this time. And uh, yeah. I think that game came out and didn't do shit. Kind of a bomb. But he wasn't he wasn't investing in the game. He was investing in the company anyway. So Okay. So what I will say is when we last talked about him, I kind of gave it a pass because it was about the first game, it wasn't Final Fantasy. It was a different game. It was a game where I said like Oh yeah, it was uh, Dragon Quest Tact. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> where I said, Who cares? Obscure thing. No, it may not be legally right, but I said, who cares? This clearly demonstrates this guy has, 
Like that wasn't even like, oh, I, I have this like once in a lifetime opportunity. Like maybe I can make a few quick bucks because it was a small enough dollar amount where I went, okay, maybe he was like hoping this would like take care of some debt. Like I was trying to give him an out. This reads, he's a degenerate <laughs> fucking gambler and he he just, this is what he does. And this also makes me go, oh, he's got a lot of other shit. Like you get caught back to back now, come on, buddy. I mean, still his worst crime was making Bound Wonderworld, but this is still pretty bad. Is that another game you paid too much for? No, that is a game I played the demo of and went, holy fuck, this is awful. And luckily I did not get around to playing that game. But you would have probably bought it on Limited Run. It wasn't through Limited Run. It had a full release. Just saying, you have a track record. I've actually seen it in stores for like nine bucks new and I was still like, nah. Because I played the demo and I went, no. But here's the deal. <clears throat> but to your point, if it was limited run, I probably would have done it. And I think I asked this before. So is he getting busted in Japan or is he in the U.S.? Japan. Okay. So do they have the same kind of laws as the U.S. when it comes to this stuff? Well, if he's been arrested twice for it, I think, yes. But he seemed to get out pretty fast. Well. Or is it just like a big-ass fine? I don't know. Maybe it's a like a scale for how much your punishment is because the first time, like we said, wasn't that much. Yeah, but eight hundred and how much? Eight hundred thirty some thousand dollars that he invested into it. It's a lot. It would be funny if he did that and then lost a lot and then got. Yeah, but he invested just into Square Enix, so. Uh, yeah, so he's probably fine. He's probably fine. Well, he's not fine now. Not now. But- not a smart boy. Bit of a proud boy. Not a smart boy. Yuji Naka. Get your shit together, man. I defended you once. I said, who cares? Obscure game. You got a pattern here. Devil's advocate Brian over here. I that hey man. I, if it didn't hurt someone specific. The the inner Sonic fan in Brian coming out. <laughs> Give him the benefit of the doubt. Jim, who has the wall of Sega that you don't even play? Oh, I play. It gets played. Not all beaten, but it gets played. It hasn't all been played. It's been played. I don't believe it. Mostly. Mm, don't you newt me. Mostly. <laughs> but yeah, no. In the, Yuji Naka, I see this. I give it another round of arrests next year. I can't wait for next week when we have another Yuji Naka arrest yeah. story because it's weekly at this point. And then it all ends on him on a pile of cocaine with autoerotic asphyxiation. That's... Everything I've ever wanted, Brian. <laughs> Don't make me like the guy. What can I say, Jim? Goldust, Yuchinaka, Kevin Spacey, you have a pattern. <laughs> Code of Princess, it's all the same. <laughs> Joy of Sex. <laughs> hey, God. The second you played that, you went, we have to do something with this. We are just going to find Jim, Code of Sex, or Sex of Joy. On <laughs> Code of sex, Wait, sex of joy. Joy of sex. God damn it. It's not that hard, Brian. <laughs> I know you are right now, but come on. Watch mean, those scenes. I mean, when that old lady was describing the scenes, I mean, who wouldn't be? Oh, he really bugged my cup of snatch. <sighs> Jim just wants to see discoloration. That's all. Bully. <sighs> the problem with the thing, you don't see any real discoloration. Except for the hand-drawn shit. His feet in it. What a game. What an experience. The two people out there in the world who may know what this game is, I hope you like those references. Mr. Kill Everything, you know. (laughs) Fuck. 
So yeah, uh, Yuji Naka, enjoy your jail time. It's probably more of a fine, I guess, in Japan. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it's... Uh, Bring back flogging. Let's go with that. <laughs> so Jim, is there any defense for him from you? No, I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, wait, you're nihilist. I forgot. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's the beauty of being me. You're Peter Stormare in Big Lebowski. Yes. <laughs> I know you don't even know who that is. He was the uh, the foreign guy, the bowler, right? No, the, the you're talking about the Jesus guy. Who? Oh, I know that was a uh, fucking uh, what's his name? Uh, Joe Satoro. Yeah, that was Satoro. Yeah. yeah. No, who is who is Stormare? Peter Stormare was the leader of the nihilist guys. Remember the three guys who like were in like black and they start messing up his car, and then Walter comes out and like messes them up. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Peter Stormare was also the devil in. Uh, 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 Keanu Reeves movie. Uh, Devil's Rejects? No, the the devil movie with Keanu Reeves. Oh, Constantine. Constantine. He was the devil in that. Never saw Constantine. Okay, he's the Russian guy in every movie you've ever seen. Oh, okay. That narrows it down. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <sighs> so, Chambers, Dreamweaver, still your go-to? I, I mean, it's still... Actually, what do you call it? It's been a while. Maybe it's better out of the tap or out of the bottle. Aaron Lewis. <sighs> Walked into that one. <laughs> but it was, it was still good. Almost, I guess, after the first two, it seemed a little, like, not flavorless. I don't want to go that harsh. It's but very, very light. It's, it, was, it was very, very light compared to those two. I mean, it's still a very easy drinker. Like, I still really enjoy it. But Yeah, for a wheat beer, you're still going to get a little bit of that, like, banana and just the hintiest hint of, like, pepper. But wheat beers in general, they are so light. I'm not used to having wheat beers in winter. The problem is, like, you have them in summer. They're kind of almost, like, as you like to say, refreshing. refreshing. But in winter, you need something a little more hearty. It, yeah, yeah. It seemed like it wasn't the uh, the right time it for does, it. It doesn't hit you right, which is, you know, beer is seasonal. I will say that. So, yeah, of it, I would definitely say all three are good options. I like the Grand Cacao the best, and then for tonight, for tonight, I say Cacao gets it. Yeah, yeah. So with that, guys, we want to say thank you so so much for watching. If you haven't hit subscribe already and the notification bell, please make sure you do. If you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, please leave us a five star rating. Whatever you say, we will read during this podcast and if you haven't hit subscribe please do support us with that we want to say have a good night everyone cheers cheers guys